<laughs> just came in this ear and then just shot through my entire body. Just one, one big click, but it's gone now. Thankfully, mm. it did hurt. It's like the sequel to Click. Oh, not very interesting and very Why short. Isn't there a, is there a sequel to Click? Doubt it. Click to the clickening. <laughs> oh. oh. I remember you used to get that one button remote or something. It was just like an on switch. So then it could. There, can be, big o- red there button. can be only one button. <laughs> oh. oh, my notes for this one look insane. Look at this. I um, couldn't cut paste them where I was. Well, see, I've, so like, I've got very little, but. Um, yeah, but I have to write down the plot again. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes, but true. <laughs> <laughs> I can skip that bit. Because uh. it was... Um, I initially went to Wikipedia again. Yeah. And I don't know who got carried away, but the plot... Um, I watched the episode and sort of glanced the plot and realised that no matter how fast I was reading, I was sticking with the... You know what I mean? It would have taken me 35 minutes to read the plot out, how they wrote it. So I yeah. went to our friends and people who don't care about such things as uh, details, <laughs> yeah. Wikipedia, and copied theirs, and it was still a page long. <coughs> so, yeah. Well, I, I did some of mine from memory and then fact-checked later on to see if I'd uh, got stuff right. Good for you. It's in, uh, 85%. Ninety's being generous, but <laughs> <laughs> so we're back. Oh, I'm Gareth. I'm Richard, and uh, yeah, here with uh, chapter three, the sin of the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Uh, originally broadcast on the twenty second of November, twenty nineteen, in uh, the Netherlands, uh, the US, and Canada, and uh, here on March twenty fourth, twenty twenty. Yeah, which is probably about a week ago as you listen to this. Depending how much we stretch this out. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> when, oh, look at that. I, I mean, wrote, we're, only, uh, we're only three episodes in. Yes. Three chapters in. Mm-hmm. Why was there a recap at the start of this one? It's a very good point. Because it's weekly? Still. Why not? I don't see why you got to be fucking... No, I just... That. No, I'm just... The only thing that upsets me is yeah. that they didn't say, previously on The Mandalorian. But I don't think... They don't do one every week after this. No. It just seemed odd that there was one... No, this, but some are this. standalone episodes. And yeah. if you need the information, they tell you. It's nice and simple. I know. They just seemed unnecessary. No, it's for children. Yeah, I always forget that. <laughs> <laughs> I did watch... Um, somebody's been doing compilations of the Saturday Night Live when they do um, adverts. And there was one that was on toys, which uh-huh. I watched. Which some of the things I've never seen before. But they do one on Star Wars toys. Of and it's basically a lot of children. And then, like, Bobby Moynihan and stuff just going, Never take it out of the box! <laughs> fucking idiots. And uh, I watched that um, sketch advert and... Uh, yeah, I'm on the side of the adults. They're right. You don't take them out of the box. You buy one for taking out of the box, and you keep one in the box. Because you're the richest man in the world. No, you buy them when they're out, just out and they're cheap. Before people have to snatch them up. I still couldn't spend like. I mean, how much is a toy? 
man, nine pound. I could spend eighteen pound on every toy. Mm. Moving on. I literally buried mine in the dirt half the time. I literally played in the garden with my Star Wars toys, like yeah, so did I. To do Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yeah. Speeder bikes exploding all over the place. Yeah. So yeah. Mm. Fuck that shit. That's what I say. Anyway, you might keep your toys in the box, but if you don't sell them, what's the point, you dumb fucks? There you go. Have, that have them so that other people can't. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you want this, do you? In my cupboard it goes. They made 10 million of them. I know, that's not a point. <laughs> <laughs> At least with vinyl that I collect, uh, you know, they make a thousand copies. <laughs> or less. Mm. Oh, triple zero though. He's pretty cool. I'll give you that. Mm-hmm. Triple zero. I stumbled across him while uh, l- looking into this episode. He's uh, a protocol droid, so he looks just like C three PO. Right. But he's kind of like a brushed chrome with red eyes, mm-hmm. and I imagine he talks like C three PO because he's only in comic books and toys. Yeah. <clears throat> but he's like. I am triple zero, uh, pr- protocol droid, and you know waiter or whatever the fuck C three PO, yeah. you know, adept in all these languages and torture, hey. and he hangs out with Darth Vader. Nice. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> why didn't he have a little evil R two as well? Maybe he did. Um, he does, but I think it's more of an R five. Not to get into, nice. he looks a lot squarer. Mm. <laughs> yeah, they didn't be taller. The one we'll see later on in this episode is an R six. Mm. I don't know what the difference is. He just I just read that somewhere and I was like, okay. Mm. I think it's square but not as tall as the R five mm. for some reason. Who cares? I don't know. Maybe maybe Somewhere. the one I saw in the comic book was an R six too. T O O. Otherwise it gets confusing yeah. for the people at home. T O O. I don't know, fuck it. Anyway, this episode was directed by Deborah Chow, making her the first woman to direct a live-action Star Wars. Oh, well, I feel like an asshole now. This is the first one I didn't actually have a quick look at the director of. Oh, there you go. Fuck you. Why, why did I forget that? <laughs> oh. And written by series creator Jean Favreau. Who? Jean Favreau. No, never heard of him. So anyway, yeah, he's all right. Cooking shows, that's what he does. Oh, cool. Dinners and cooking shows. Nailed it. <laughs> no. Yeah, he's, he, he's, he's on with that one with uh, Paul Shear. Is he? No, okay. He got my hopes up there for a second. I was like, I don't watch that. Oh. No, but that Paul Shear episode is very good. Yeah. Even though he wins. Good for him. Did he deserve to win? <laughs> I think, no, he watched it. I think he did. I think he did well. I think he does, As far yeah. as I remember. Still, you know, when you're working with your friends. Mm. Anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so the Mandalorian. Um, oh, my God. I really did cut and paste this to fuck. Here we go. First sentence. You need to go. In, we start need to go. In, need to go into detail. Okay. Because this first sentence is insane. Right. I'm bracing myself. The Mandalorian delivers the child to the client. <laughs> well, okay. Well, okay. So, is that... Well, just out of... Give me context. <laughs> What's your second sentence? 
He asks about the plans for the child. Okay, yeah, okay. So we. <laughs> good thing this is fresh in my memory. Though. Well, first, I mean, you see him taken off from. I never remember the name of the planets. Vizala? No, no. Zala? Or is it an E and an L in it or something? Or is that the one he's going to? No, he's going to Navarro. Navarro. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. You can think of Navarro like Dave Navarro from yeah. Jane's Addiction and the Red Hot Chili Peppers. There you go. Um, <coughs> well, here's the thing. I, I don't know when you want to do your, your cuteness um, gauge. At the end. Okay, because... Yeah, well, wait, I have to skip a chunk here. But yeah, so they're in, he's flying out. Again, the kid's in its little girl thing. And it's whinging about... And he's trying to fly out. And, and he's playing with his balls. And yeah, yeah, yeah. See, so there's a whole, he's picked up a Furby and put it into the thing. But um, that's still good. I just... Still yeah, a complaint. Again, I still complain, but it didn't take me out enough to make me dislike it. I'm, mm-hmm. still, I'm still enjoying every bit of it. Oh, here's a weird thing. You see him taking off and there's all you can flip the switches and it starts different things. And there's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I um, remember the other day for Game Pass, I downloaded Train Sim World or whatever. No, but carry like, on. I had a quick game of it. Mm-hmm. Honestly, I think flying the Razor Crest would be less complicated. It's you're kind of actually driving a train. I know it's a sim of a train, but I didn't realise. Oh, that's a wind thing back. Um, I didn't realise. Let's the pretend game it's not because we can't yeah, afford sorry. to replace the mice. Yeah. I didn't realise that the game would actually be that complicated because it's a game on an Xbox. I was like, that's oh, fine. It's mental. You've got to sit there and flip, flip all the things and open, like, unlock the doors for people to get out and it's just tons of switches. And yeah, I was kind of impressed with it. I also, like, uninstalled it five minutes after having a quick game of it to go, well, I'm never going to play it again. But I was actually slightly impressed with Train Sim World. There you go. Good for you. Anyway, I just as I say, because of the whole flipping switches and how complicated they sort of make flying these ships look, which could be complicated. You're flying a spaceship for God's sake. Yes. <sighs> so yeah. Um, but yeah. So what else happens? Uh, oh yeah. So then he lands and he goes and oh no, he goes. Does he go straight to the client? No, he goes to grief. No, oh, yeah. he no. does. No. No. He gives no, he it a second. Yeah, because then see, you see everyone... Oh, yeah, Grief appears on a hologram yeah. and tells him yeah. to go see go the client. Go straight to the client. Yeah. And then he, he heads out to the planet and everyone's kind of eyeing him. Yeah. He's walking through the streets. I did expect, first time watching this episode, that he was going to get attacked or something at this point because they're still obviously going to have to bounty even though he's gone. But he doesn't... No, they have slightly more respect than you of, Yes, yeah, it's getting <gasps> guild rules or whatever. Now they're back on the, the yeah. planet. Um, but see, everyone is eyeing him, going, uh-huh. you prick, you managed, <laughs> you douche. You man, you stupid, stupid you, man. Yeah. <laughs> Calm down, Rufio. Oh. But, um, um, yeah, yeah uh, uh, Baby Yoda is not a fan of uh, stormtroopers. No. Well, I think it's because how shitty they're gear is because it's got all sandy and stuff I don't know he just puts his head down when he sees him it's like whoa Um, I think they give their armour a bit of a scrub but yeah they go see the uh, the client client who uh, gives them an ice cream tub full of uh, best yeah because it's uh, yeah it's reference to Container on Cloud City the ice cream maker yeah what was that character's name called he was called hold on hold on I've got it written down I'm sure (sighs) 
Uh, That's a W in it. I think. Will Row Hood. Yeah, there you go. Uh, uh, yeah. Which is such a normal name. It could be his name. Yeah, it might actually be the actor <laughs> running about with an ice cream maker in his hand. Uh, but yeah, so he gets a load of Beskar. That is a lot of Beskar. I mean, is it? I mean... It, well, considering we've only ever seen him get like one as a little kind of bonus, you go, hmm. Well, I didn't count gets, how many there were, but like there was maybe, what, ten? No, no. I had two piles. Mm-hmm. I was looking of, at about twenty or so. Okay, I, was, I saw them all as, you know. Can remember, you put it into that um, thing at the end, so it's about, it's maybe three rows of six, so there's maybe 18. You know, it's enough to make new armour. That's all a, that matters right a now. a couple spare for the um, foundlings, so mm-hmm. I'd say 20. Okay. Estimate. It's just, we can't stay here for hours, you know, <laughs> talking about ingots. We could just get the the laptop out, but I that's just a, can't be fucked. No, no, we're just, we're just rough estimating here. <laughs> I don't think you are. <laughs> <laughs> you were staring at the roof doing those sort of calculations that, uh, you know, autistic mathematicians no, just, in 80s movies do. I just, just did a flashback to watching it yesterday. I was just seeing the scene in my head. Yeah, that's what they all say. So it starts. Um, anyway. Yes, anyway. Uh, he asks about the plans for the child, but is given no answer. And honestly, uh, the client's like, I thought you weren't allowed to ask. Yeah. <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Deal's done. Take your stuff and go. Mm. Uh, which he does. Uh, when uh, the Mandalorian returns to the secret Mandalorian enclave, his damaged armor is replaced by the armor, who will forge him a full curus. Curus, yeah, curus, curus, yeah. C u i r a s s. Yeah. Uh, from some uh, some of the Beskar rewards. It is one of these words that I've seen written down a lot in like D and D stuff mm-hmm. or Skyrim. Never heard a lot of people say it, and I think it's because no one is quite sure how. Um, mm. Oh, another Mandalorian, whose name I didn't write down. Paz Vizsla. Is that the one? Or, or, or Yeah. Yeah, because it's Favreau. Uh, doing the voice, yeah. and uh, our, ma- our boy from the first episode. Tate Fletcher. Uh, with the crazy beard. Yeah. As the body. Mm-hmm. Also, Tate, the body, Vizsla. Yeah. He also played, apparently he was Lester in five episodes of Breaking Bad and Nikolai in John Wick. As we already mentioned on episode one. Well, we're just recapping. <laughs> Much like the episode <laughs> recapped at the start. We're just keeping you up to speed. <laughs> if they can recap, so can I, damn it. I know, but on the first episode, we went so deep on that man, we said 50 of his credits. <laughs> so, so people are now like, we fucking know. <laughs> Um, because I pointed out he plays the SWAT guy in every action film in the last oh, like yeah, ten years. So yeah, another Mandalorian berates him for working with former agents of the Empire who are responsible for their predicament. Yeah, isn't that nicely worded? I didn't write any of this, by the way. No. This is Wikipedia, boy. Uh, the armourer diffuses the situation by reminding them of the way of the Mandalore. It's very badly yeah. worded. Because, you know, she just goes, cut it out. This, this is the, the way. way. Yeah. 
That's the whole thing. It's better. Oh, and he definitely has a vibro knife yeah, in this one. Both of them, yeah. Yeah. Have a little bit of a. Now, I don't remember that from watching it before. I feel if it wasn't the same. You know, mm. I th- you think they'd updated it with the vibrations. Oh. Oh. But they definitely couldn't have. Yeah. That's the thing. It's a whole. Yeah, he's working with X Empire or whatever. Mm. But at least they're getting their best car back. That's so, the way I saw it. Yeah. So, I mean, it's not. Can, I mean, if it's dirty work, but he got it back. If you found Nazi gold today, yeah, it wouldn't be because you got it from Nazis. Well, actually, yeah. everyone's a Nazi, aren't they? Yeah. But you know, <laughs> <laughs> generally speaking, not like Nazi Nazis. No. No. They're not wearing a hat with a skull on it, no. unless they really like like Metallica. <laughs> <laughs> My beanie's got a skull on it, but it's there. You go. Really likes the Punisher. Yeah, oh. it's a hat with a skull on it. They like. Just saying. Shit. <laughs> Although, yeah, again, I do see if Star Wars was real and we're doing anything, I still think I'd probably end up being a stormtrooper, so that doesn't say great things about me. I don't know. They'd really have to slap that suit on you. No, no but obviously in there, there's less pizza going about, so I'd probably be, I'd probably be fine. <laughs> there's so much less pizza. Yeah. Says C-3PO to you. <laughs> Fuck off. Pizza the Hunt. <laughs> no Spaceballs references. No, why not? Because it's awful. Ugh, they're saving those for season two. Yeah, they'll cut to us like, I don't know, two stormtroopers raking the desert with an afro comb. Just in the background of one shot when they're coming in to land at a spaceport, can we just see the Winnebago thing? Just parked out. That's all I want. Well, it's not, I do it would do. Could it be called a caravan of courage? <gasps> no, he walks reference. <laughs> no, actually, that's a perfectly fine film. Is that the one with uh, Wilford Brimley? Yeah, and the one where the like as it starts, everyone dies. There's only one left in there in the by the end. Yeah, because uh, Batlander's first one, then mm-hmm. Caravan of Courage is the because uh, if you film. mess with the bull, you get the horns. Yeah. Is in it at the beginning from Breakfast Club and uh, Die Hard as the dad and he blows up. <laughs> Leaving us with the annoying child. Is it, is it the girl that survives? Yeah. Yeah, so the boy also blows up. Yeah. Good. Yeah. yeah. Not half. At least no. they used the same kid. <laughs> but it, because of his yeah. growth spurt, he had to, they had to kill three people. It's a little harsh. Oof. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so he gets his new armour uh, Yes Looking swanky Returning to the guild, the Mandalorian learns uh, from Grief Karga, great name That everyone in the guild had a tracking fob for the child Grief implores him to take some time to rest But the Mandalorian insists on taking another job He asks Grief if he has any idea what the client has planned for the child, but Grief says he did not ask as it would be against guild code, telling him he should forget about it. Um, Do-do-do-do-do. Yeah, go take some spice and get smacked out your tits. Yeah, yeah, he tells him to get fucked up, and also that he'll take him to a dude to get a massage. Yeah, the toilet spa, or the toilet baths, Yeah, and get their tentacles on you and make him wiggle. Which is weird, because there's a Mandalorian. <laughs> is he still going to have his helmet on? <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I mean, I think they're allowed to take 
chest off of it, just not the helmet. Mm. So you could be walking about bare chested in a sauna or something. That's that's going to be uncomfortable. Going to see that next season. Oh. A naked Mandalorian. What was it? Turkish bath. It's going to be that whole. Remember, it was one of the Rick and Morty's when the guy's going to be able to look a bucket on his head mm-hmm. in uh, some sort of Mad Max episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he takes it off and he's all weird. So it'd be quite uncomfortable with the helmet on. So oh, yeah, that's a, the one where it doesn't sound or marry him or something. Yeah. So it's going to be a similar scene to that. How, I'm sure we mentioned it in that episode, uh, uh, not in that episode, but after we watched it, but how old is Summer supposed to be that she's sleeping with this guy? <laughs> She's not. She hasn't left school. <laughs> Saying that, there's the episode where uh, Morty fucks that thing and it creates like a sun for him. So, yeah, and he's definitely like twelve. So maybe we shouldn't chat about but it. Technically, he was just it was it was a robot. He was fucking yeah. So that's fine. I don't know. Uh, if a tiny child's chitlet is inside something, isn't that just gross? And it's <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but... Okay. But only when you call it a chitlet, Gary. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Don't make that noise. I've got the vapors. Oh. They'll take you away. I know. While playing that song. I hate that song. Oh, it is. It's fucking awful. Uh... Yeah. Someone at work sings that all the time, to which I believe last time I heard him sing it, I said, next time you say that, I will kill you, and they will take me away <laughs> over your dead fucking body. <sighs> That's how annoying that song is. It's true, though. Yeah, because it has, like, five words, and the song doesn't change. It's amazing what could be a hit in the 60s. It was Ken Dodd with the Diddy Men and stuff. That was annoying as well. Probably. Yeah. I just sprung up my head just now. He does song. I only... I don't remember him singing anything, really, other than at the end of a show. Yeah. So, hey. Yeah. Anyway. Yes. Um. So, yeah, so he accepts a bounty for a... Um, a calamari boy. Oh, sure. um, yeah, it was for an Admiral Akbar-looking motherfucker. Harsh. Especially now that he's dead. He wouldn't have been dead back then. Would no, he? that's how time works. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> so say a nobleman's son. Could it be his son? Would he be considered a nobleman? No. no. He's an admiral. But he yeah. might have. Yeah, we don't know his backstory. No. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just trying to make links where there are none. Uh, Stop making head cannon. Yeah. Real cannon only. <sighs> Why didn't they make him a head cannon for out his best car? No. That would be cool. Yeah. Season two. Um sorry, I I, I uh changed the font and it just made a massive screeve of text. Mm. It's very hard to read. Um Oh there we go. So despite accepting a new assignment and starting to prepare his ship to to depart, the Mandalorian has a change of heart at the last moment, thanks to the knob. Yeah, he's staring at his knob, twiddling the head. (laughs) The end. Thinking about the (laughs) child. Thinking about how the child ripped it off. Oh no! Uh, And instead, turns back to infiltrate the client's base of operations. This is a very quick sentence that you might be need to go more in depth. 
killing many Imperial stormtroopers, he rescues the child from a laboratory. <laughs> yeah, there is quite a bit there. You, see, you sort of see his... I see, although, I see, it was discussed in previous episodes that Mandalorians have got this myth about how good they are at shit. Yeah. And then we've watched them this last couple of times getting stuff done, but kind of clumsily at times. Yeah, but sometimes he's basically Sometimes cool, great. Right? And then this time, he's really... Can, not in there, snapping snap the thing off, yeah, yeah. Um, distracting them, planting explosive murals to distract them from other places, hiding in shadows and stuff. But this is the, probably the most effective, other than the first sort of bar fight, yes, which was obviously just there, make him look like a badass right out of the gate. Um, yeah, that's the most effective we've seen him, and it's pretty cool. It's pretty badass. Yeah. Um, so yeah, so then they go in and he's. There's he takes out the stormtroopers. There's also the um, droid that we've seen in A New Hope, similar to the one that was supposed to be torturing. Oh, uh, ITO. Something. Okay, there you yeah. go. Yeah, the interrogation unit. No, and that's how I found Triple uh, uh, Zero no. because <laughs> because of a quote about ITO on ITO's page on Wikipedia. Yes, it has its own page. Um. Where it says, ITO, I love your work. <laughs> and I was like, who would say that? And it oh was my, obviously the C3PO. Love your work, the way you can use that one syringe and uh, <laughs> hover. Menacingly. It's, yeah, it's good work. Also, Wikipedia claims that it's only 30 centimetres wide. No, yeah. it's easily two foot, which so. is 60 centimetres wide. Because 30 centimetres would be like a football size. Yeah. And yeah, it's definitely inflatable beach ball size. Yeah. If probably bigger. <laughs> because that would make it more terrifying. Yes. <laughs> Less, <laughs> and, and you could put a syringe near a beach ball. It would burst. Unless you put two pieces of sellotape over it first, and that would be fine. But then when you took the needle out, it would then... Slowly deflate. Yeah. Now that is torture for a beach oh. ball. I mean, it would be imperceptibly slow, but still, <laughs> you've doomed it. Like, it's a like, beach ball equivalent of Tim Roth and Reservoir Dogs. Say, like, a plaster over a balloon with a pin put in it is like balloon aids. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no coming back from it. <laughs> there really isn't. Because if you take that needle out, as we've all seen, boom. <laughs> It's the equivalent of standing on a landmine in a Vietnam movie. Full blown, blown up. <laughs> Full blown, blown up. Oh. <laughs> Full blown, blown up. <laughs> oh, did you hear about Balloonie? He went full blown pop. <laughs> oh no. FBP. Shit. Oh, shit. Um. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. oh yeah, so we, we see what. Um, he got whistling birds with his armour. And we very quickly get to see um, how they work. Right, but here's the thing. very convenient. It was written by John Favreau. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I don't believe he wrote Iron Man 2. In fact, if I think about it, it was written by Justin Thoreau. Mm-hmm. You know Justin Thoreau as an actor. Yes. And the ex-husband <clears throat> of Jennifer... Uh, of Louis Thoreau. No. <laughs> of, uh, of Jennifer... From Friends... Who played uh, Rachel Aniston? Yes. Um, and in the world of Star Wars, he's that guy in the casino who's really suave. Yeah. Who they should get, but they end up with Benicio del Toro. Ugh. 
who doesn't yeah. do anything. No. We'll talk about that another day. <laughs> because yeah. it's now been four years since I saw that film and I still don't know if I like it. It's fine. In my opinion. It's fine. I feel like it is out of five... I mean, you're not wrong. (laughs) And yet there's so many things about it I really enjoyed. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. There there are redeeming qualities within it. I feel like it is simultaneously a one-star and a five-star Star Star Wars movie. (laughs) No. Directed it's, it's, by one of my favourite directors. It's a roller coaster ride of a Star Wars film. Mm. But not. Who has since obviously way. made Knives Out. Yeah. And it's so good. And, you know, along with Brick, so good. Brothers Bloom, so good. Looper, so good. So he's made more good films than there are good Star Wars films. Yeah. And then he made a Star Wars film. <laughs> and made it. And it was better than the prequels? Um, like, yeah. Yeah. And better than Return of the Jedi? But there's nostalgia slathered over that. Yeah. But yeah, but other than that, I can't say... Oh, better than Rise of Skywalker, obviously. I wasn't taking into account ones that came after it. And Solo. Oh! Solo! You know who we forgot to mention? The guy who was in Solo, who was also in this episode. He's going... Uh, one of the bounty hunters at the bar, like Platehead or whatever they call him. Oh, yeah, he's got the big ball. Yeah, I'm saying, yeah, he was the guy dealing the uh, cards during the Sabat game in Solo. I did not know that. Yeah, there you go. I've I've seen Solo once, and I went, "Uh, there you go. I would watch that more often than the Last Jedi. I'd watch, I'd watch Rogue One more than probably both of those. I forgot Rogue One existed. It is a better film. So I think now we can agree that the films that matter are Rogue One, four, five, yeah. seven. So four good movies. Out of nine. Out of 11. <laughs> oh, 11, sorry, yeah. And people just moan about it all fucking day. Yeah. Just like we're doing. Yeah. <laughs> with with plastic babies. Your plastic baby looks stupid. And that was what Grief Carker said. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so, he's gone back and mm-hmm. he's... Oh, yeah, because we've got Dr. Pershing again, who he doesn't kill because obviously he helped keep... Um, the child alive. I mean, he said that in the sentence. Uh, yeah. There's uh, no proof. He's got a logo on his um, uniform that he's wearing. Oh, that he's from, uh, not Kashyyyk. Camino. Camino. Yeah. So it's a cloning facility. Ugh, now we have to watch episode three. Ugh, isn't that the one? No, it's episode yeah. two. Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones, yeah. It is Attack of the Clones. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so he, he leaves him alive. Um, At least you and McGregor's having fun in episode two. Yeah. Um, so here's the thing, though, right? 
bounties being claimed and everything. Mm-hmm. Why did everyone keep their bounty tracker? I know, right? Or is it a reusable thing so that whatever bounty you're going for, that's the one it tracks, you just reprogram it or something? Well, no, because they, they wouldn't know to reprogram it. It had to be the one for the child, and they kept it on them, and they yeah, started no, it again. But, no, but I think it's... it's see, you've, see, you've got your own personal bounty tracker, yeah. right? And it's nothing's on it. Then you accept a bounty, and then you load it with that bounty. And now, we already know that there's a there's hardly any at the moment. There's hardly mm-hmm. any to go around. Yeah. So everyone's still got their own personal trackers. Yeah. And they're all... Can, they've been programmed with the child. Yeah. There's nothing else going, so they're all just hanging out in the bar, and then mm-hmm. they've still got it. So maybe that explains why they've still got them. Mm-hmm. No, because it does seem a bit wasteful to go, well, that's about you done in the bin. Where's my next <laughs> or, So it's a recycling. Considering thing. they all hang out in the bar that griefs in, couldn't he just be like, everyone have a... Th- all, uh, you know, like, couldn't he just share it with them, like, by airdrop? No, because even he was surprised at it, because he was sitting there... Yeah, but he got like, it first, I'm saying, maybe. Who knows? He didn't say... I I got it at the exact same time as these people, and now we're here together. Yeah. Anyway, it's and not he's really, definitely it's the boss. Not that important. It was just I was overthinking things. I know that's why I was smiling because I'm letting you. It's fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um. So yeah, where are we? Uh, I'm getting likes on Instagram, and it's ruining my my ability to read. Mm-hmm. Um. La 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 la. La 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 la. Uh, that's a Dara Argento score for you. Mm-hmm. Um, done that. On the way back to his ship, the Mandalorian is ambushed by the other bounty hunters and grief cargo, as we said, yeah. who demand he hand the child over. After he refuses, a firefight breaks out, leaving the Mandalorian heavily outnumbered and cornered. But warriors from the Mandalorian enclave unexpectedly arrive, attacking the bounty hunters and giving the Mandalorian cover to escape. Yeah. Well, see, during this phase, you've got the whole standoff to which he jumps into a cart yep. and droids or drives you. Now, what's that? kind of from what's that reference to because I've definitely seen there are many instances of that no but but that's very Clint Eastwood spaghetti western vibe now there is one thing that I'll give grief Tara um, credit for Cargo sorry Um, every every time I've seen this in other movies Mm mm-hmm Nobody ever, like, shoots the horse or whatever. Yeah, or shoots <laughs> the driver. Yeah, yeah, and this time he, they're all fire, and he goes, yeah, fuck it, and shoots it. So well done to him for that. That's point. And also, everyone is shooting willy-nilly, for want yeah. of a better term. And he fires once, and it counts. Yeah. So give him his due. Yeah. And should point out, um, in the group of thugs, we see some other species from... Uh, Previous Star Wars stuff. Cool, I don't know stuff like this, so go. Yeah, you've got a Rodian, which is Greedo's species. There's a couple of them. Is he War Machine? Rody. Yes. Okay. Um, we've got a couple of... Uh, a couple of married? Dathomir Zabrakians, which are Darth Maul species. Oh, okay. Um, I don't remember the Dathomir bit. I knew the Zabrakian thing. I had to look him up. Because I didn't... I was just to make sure I was right, because it was. And I only knew that from the Star Wars Online games. You create your own character; it's one of the species you can pick. Mm. But I 
couldn't remember if that's what they were called. So, Obviously, yeah, I, I used to play it all yeah. the time. Yeah. That thing, yeah. Um, and there's a similar, there's a bounty hunter that's in similar sort of outfit to Leia's um, Boosh um, armor. Oh. Bomboosh. Thank God. I... And also a, <laughs> a, a, a <laughs> droid as well. <laughs> that's what yeah. I was wondering. And there's also, there was also a bounty hunter droid that was very similar to one at Zuckus. I don't know if you had the action figure of Zuckus or not. Why would I? It's a weird, big-eyed, ant, maybe, head-shaped looking thing. No. There you go. There you go. It's just a point that if you... I didn't have money for figures, so we got the big ones. I never... Well, I never had him either, but some people may have. I I was just seeing if you had... If you still had him, I'd have bought him off you. (laughs) Well, you wouldn't, because it's definitely not in the box. In fact, if it's anywhere, it's in a castle greyskull in the loft. (laughs) <laughs> now you've piqued my interest. <laughs> um, so yeah, um, yeah. So, boom, cargo splatters of droids' brains all over the wall. Done that brains. Neither do I. Apparently. Oh I yeah. So then all the Mandalorians show up. Yeah. Shoot back out of them. Yep. Um, uh, gives him cover to escape. Yep. Uh, ambushing the Mandalorian on his ship, Grief gives him one last chance to surrender, but Mando outsmarts him and shoots him. Though if you listen, you hear the clink of metal. It is. It's pretty good. It's yeah. Good. Um, uh, ejecting him from the spacecraft, the child's hand appears, reaching up to the console from below, and the Mandalorian unscrews the knob. Uh, that he had berated the child for playing with at the beginning of the episode and drops it into his hand. Yeah. Which you might have considered a bit dangerous, could be a choking hazard, but we have seen the child swallow an entire frog. So it'll be fine. Yes. So, no worries there. Um, sorry, I took some pictures of trivia rather than cutting and pasting right. it because I didn't want to. And just uh, a note, the ice cream tub is called a Camtono. Yeah. So mm. there you go. I thought I had three bits of trivia. Where's the third one? Sorry, anything you want to say? Um, So, yeah, there, as he's flying out, um, Paz flies up next to him, gives him a bit of a thumbs up. Yeah. Is that a uh, salute, literally, ha-ha, to uh, the Rocketeer? Oh, could be. Because Boba Fett was created by Joe Johnson, who directed the, the Rocketeer and Captain America, the first Avenger. Yeah. See, I think, Here's one of the things with that as well that he goes, well, I have to get one of them. So that's he, season two. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> obviously, lately, through Disney Marvel and other things, mm-hmm. we've seen kind of jetpacky type things in other things. The fuck do you call me? Oh, <laughs> well, yeah, no, I should. Jetpack-like. There we go. <laughs> um, now, obviously, we've never seen how they really worked in Star Wars yet because I think Boba Fett used his own like twice mm-hmm. in one of those when he was kind of bashed in the back by a blind man and then killed. Um, I mean, saying that makes him sound really unbadass. <laughs> he was. Um, so yeah, that really sort of jerky motion that. And not sure if I was uh, Mandalorian, I would want one because it looks too fucking slapdash. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They seem very hard to fly. Yeah, he does well. I mean, he's also, I mean, he's also carrying a great big Gatling laser, so mm. maybe it's just a weight issue. 
Maybe. Mm. Maybe they just painted over the Iron Man CGI, or the War Machine <laughs> CGI. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say Iron Man. No, Gareth, it's definitely War Machine. He's so bulky. Oh. Um, I don't have any questions this time. Mm-hmm. Usually I have something to ask, but um, we sort of covered stuff as we went along. Well, we've seen him take off and disappear. Um, is he still going after that nobleman's son? He took the chat. I mean, okay, technically I think he's probably out of the guild now. Yeah, I think he's been fired. How's he going to claim it? Go back to grief? He just shot him. There's probably other... other, I mean, as um, resignations go, shooting your boss in the chest and then kicking him out of a door. I think he's not entirely in charge of the guild. He's just a chunk of it. So there must be other deal... Well, not dealers, um, handlers knocking about the galaxy. Yeah. Maybe news doesn't travel that fast. I bet it does. I bet it does when you kill one of them. <laughs> well, he, uh, he just sent him a warning because he was clever. It's not a warning. He shot him in the heart. He, in the best guard. He didn't know it was there. He did because he was shown earlier on. It was a callback because when he was in the cantina thing, he went, look, I got paid as well. Shows him a best car, then puts it no, back. That's that's for us. So for when he gets shot, he was not in the moment no, thinking there was Beskar there. I think I think that's what they're suggesting. No, this is not... Because uh, I've seen that another thing, like, that's... Yeah, kind Back of to the Future 3. Well, yeah. Well, there you go. I think, it's, yeah, I think that was um, that was the planning in that. I think that's why it was written like that, specifically. Uh, I don't think that's true. No. No. Because there was no one else there. I mean, it gets him off the ship temporarily. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He didn't want to kill him because he's showing yet again that he's, although he's a bounty hunter, he's not a, again, he's not a bad dude. But he is. <laughs> but the thing is, we have to like him, so he can't be a completely bad dude. We like bad guys all but the that, time. Hence the shit. reason when they went and redid all the... You love the Joker. But I'm talking about Star Wars. <laughs> like, for this, for Disney, they can't have him just sort of, can Gunning somebody down, much like what, like Han Solo in episode yeah, exa- four. Exactly, yes, he did. I know he did. In my head, he did. I see it every day. Him <laughs> blasting the fuck out of Greedo because that's what he deserved, right? <laughs> and then oh, he it's totally changed. disintegrated a Greedo. We, we didn't mention that. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, they're attacking him. He's yeah. defending himself. He killed. He disintegrates at least four people in that scene before someone else gets it. And you're like, he's a good guy. I mean, he killed no, four because people. They, they don't mean anything to him, whereas I think grief. They, they kind of. So what you're saying is he has he no has, he care has, for human life. No, I'm just <laughs> and saying, now you're he, defending him. No, I'm just saying he has more of a relationship with grief than he does with anybody else at the moment. He's got his sort of brank and quotation marks family in the Mandalorians. Rabbit fingers. But outside of them, the closest thing he's got to a friend that's not a friend is grief. Mm. So I think that's why. He he's crying. He in showed him leniency here, but also sent him a message going, "Could have killed you if I wanted. I didn't want to. Just get out of my way." I mean, I like it, but I also right the time between him saying he had Beskar and him coming back and shooting it's him. There's long. enough time that yeah. you could have cashed it off yeah. somewhere. 
If I tell you I've got 20 quid in my pocket and then later on you stab me in the leg and go, but you said you had your wallet in there. But I think it was just the whole, the point of them showing you where he was keeping everything. It was was foreshadowing. It was just going. No, no, it was for us, not for him. For us, not for him. I'm going to give him benefit. I'm saying he, he shot him there deliberately. No, because then if they wanted that to happen, he'd be like, ah, Mando. But he doesn't. He's just like, motherfucker. See, I'm trying to think if there's a ref- if there's a mention in Because in, I know he contacts him again in a couple of episodes. Well, spoilers. I haven't watched him yet. <laughs> oh, I wonder if there's a reference to that. <laughs> I will get there. <laughs> uh. Anyway. <laughs> um, that's, that's, that's how I would have written it But I'm not paid to write things Because you shit it Yeah I've been pretty good here I've been looking, I'd have written that And that's exactly what happened So maybe can Yeah but that's what I keep saying right Everything in this show Is a reference to a reference to a reference yeah. I don't think it's good But it is great But like the writing isn't New no. It's not you know Every time but see, that's why I think you know. we'll see not a huge change in season two, but we will see more new stuff. What? This one is really considering, say, some of the the sort of spin-off sort of standalone ish movies. Yeah, yeah. Like so, hadn't been great, and then there's I mean, obviously some negative reaction to their late Star Wars ones. Because this is really them selling Disney Plus, they had to go kind of safer with the first one. Which is why they're reusing a lot of stuff they know works, but while also kind of putting something out there that people can want to see. Well, I see it more like people like the feel of the older films and not the newer films, which is why people like Rogue One. You know? They want it all set around the same time. Yeah. They want it to be dirty, but sci-fi. And when it's clean and sci-fi, people get upset. And CGI, generally speaking, looks too clean. You know, it's not that episode seven was clean in any way, but it's all bright and colourful because it's for kids. Yeah. And those ones aren't really. They're like, look, it's white. Dirty white. (laughs) Look at this. Yeah. Brown, <laughs> dirty brown. <sighs> I mean, how do you have dirty brown? But they are those speeder bikes, dirty brown. Yeah, and they're cool. So, reoccurring the feature, Yoda cuteness. I think towards the end, where it's just sort of sleeping, we see a hand and stuff. Yeah. Not that much. The opening, like two minutes. Yep. Fucking hell! If you. If there was a scale of cuteness, which, <laughs> which, there, <laughs> which is, there is, because we created it. You need a new one, because it, if it was out of 10, <laughs> this has gone up to like 15. So so we're now on the second page of Yoda cuteness. You gave it a seven. So this is... But like this the is third, it. The, I, this, like, just... It's like the persistence of a new puppy sort of thing that he's got. And it's just like, holy shit. They really, they amped up the cuteness. When we think it couldn't go any... And we didn't want to get too much higher, couldn't possibly. And then it did. It was an overload of cuteness. I can't get any higher. It was an overload of cuteness. And I mean, maybe I was over, I'm just saying 15, I'll say 12. But uh, it's still on the new scale. I know, but it's, it's, 
Yeah, just to see that first two minutes. See, because later on, we just sit and see hands and stuff. Like, oh, that's kind of getting everything. But, mm. um, <laughs> see, but most of the time later on, the episode, we see he's kind of doped up and just... Is he teething? Is that why he wants the ball? No, because I think he's already got a couple of teeth. He's Does 50, he? so he must have a few. <laughs> he, he can't say he's 50. He's a baby. He can't talk. He doesn't really need teeth, though, because he just sold that. He didn't chew that frog. No. Just oomp. Then it went. <sighs> Which always bothers me with things like that, because now I'm just sitting, thinking about that frog just sitting alive in its stomach, going, shit. <laughs> Um. <laughs> like a sarlacc pit yeah, but Magically keeping him alive for the rest of oh, eternity Didn't stay alive long in there In its little magic force stomach oh. Well it's like a trash compactor Well it must be Because considering the size of The frog was almost the same size as Baby Yoda And he didn't swell up mm. After he swallowed it So it's not like he's sitting there going Oh it was nice And you could see a little like, frog kicking about in his belly It was Yeah I think there's some sort of uh, Black hole in its stomach that compacts the thing. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. What am I giving it then? Because I don't want to break the rules. No, I well. But I know I'm not going to break the rules either. So I will say a solid nine. It's not much further you can go. I know that's a problem, but I need to. I can't give it. Nothing gets. Well, might not get. What did I give it? I don't even know. I just remember you gave it a seven. I feel like I might have given it. I feel like I, yeah, or I might have given it an eight. I don't know. I could have gone the other way, last time, because you wanted somewhere to go. You know what? I will also say nine, and when editing, I'll make a note. Yeah, hopefully, just that first two minutes was just like, okay, they've ramped up the cuteness, Mm. and it worked. And you could say it's to sell toys, but as we all know, they're still not available. No. Oh God, you have, said that like you were coming off I'm definitely having game. a Funko of that I don't know, no. I don't want a big headed one I want a, I want a no, life no, size not, not really doing I want a life size, he's not very big anyway <clears throat> Yeah I want to carry my own plastic baby around <laughs> oh. Maybe if they could do it so like Like his heels come away from him and he falls over Or if he does like force powers If I can get Fungo with him holding the bone broth. So. Oh, spoilers for <laughs> later on. I haven't seen bone, that yet. Bone broth comes in. It's not important. I don't know what that means. I definitely saw a GIF or something on Reddit. I'm making oh, no, context clues. <laughs> but that's the thing as well. I just, for some reason, like that image. When it does come up, it's just the gel. Standing very still holding a bowl <laughs> And that is it But I'm just like You have to do a fun quote of that I'm having that And it is just Something holding a bowl No but isn't that GIF that you see Basically Designed <clears throat> to Replace Kermit sip and tea Isn't that all it is Let's cheese it What's that Mandalorians cheese it Yes they do <laughs> He he definitely was cheesing it From the uh, guild At the end of that oh. episode yeah. If ever a man was cheesing it, Mando was mm. cheesing it. This is the cheese way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Curtain way. 